Welcome to Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. This podcast started with me just kind of interviewing my friends, and now we're at a point where I'm interviewing people who inspire me. Every week you are going to hear how someone else identifies with the feeling of not fitting in and success. So let's just hop into the episode and thank you for all of your continued support. Are you going to be visiting Florida in the next few weeks? If so, you need to go to thesandersonsisters.com right now and your favorite Halloween movie is going to be live on stage with drag queens. Uh, My good Judy, Nicole Hollowell, has been putting this on as a labor of love for a very long time, backed by overwhelming demand, two nights only in South Florida. It is a drag tribute. It is everything and more. Tickets are going fast Friday, October 29th and Saturday, October 30th. Get your spoop on, go to the sandersonsisters.com and all of that is going to be in the description. It is 21 plus, there's an alcohol bar, snacks, etc. pre-show, and there's gonna be an intermission as well. It'll be at the Lake Park Black Box Center for the Arts at Kelsey Theater, 700 Park Avenue, West Palm Beach, Florida. You cannot miss this show. I am telling you, Henny. All right, sandersonsisters.com, get your tickets now and get your spoop on. Mahalo. If you're new here, then you probably don't know this, or maybe you do. I love Disney and I love shopping small, shopping local, and I am an inclusive podcast, therefore I love inclusive brands. So that is why Diamond in the Rough Clothing Company, owned by my friend Mario, is such a great brand that I have to promote it unofficially official sponsor of this podcast. Mario has actually been on my podcast in season one. He is a great human and I love him to death. He is just such a sweet, sweet human who has the funniest, the best, the cutest, cheekiest designs for Disney. Diamond in the Rough Clothing Company is just such an awesome brand owned by such a lovely human. And when you're thinking about buying from Disney brands, shop local, shop small, and shop unique. Diamond in the Rough Clothing space. That's going to be in the description of my podcast. And as always, please let Mario know that you are shopping because I told you to. Thank you. Welcome to season two of Please Don't Kick Me Out. This is episode two. Um, Thank you to everyone who reached out to me. Uh, If you don't know, you're new here, welcome. I had a really scary thing happen to me um, where medication and my my own mental health, all of that, um, I needed to take the week off um, to acclimate while healing because um, I almost died. That's fun. Uh, not, Not within my own fault, and I don't mean to trigger anyone by saying that. I'm doing great. Um, therapy is amazing. Uh, just sometimes med- medication doesn't work. As a neurodiv- neurodivergent person, it can be kind of hard. Anyway, that's not what we're here for. We are fully, fully, fully leaning into season two of Please Don't Kick Me Out, the only inclusive podcast about imposter syndrome. And the voice that you're going to be hearing today is Joseph J. Jordan, who uh, we talk about the importance of queer themes, themes in young adult novels. He is the author of a really amazing book series, which I'm really excited to share with you all. Um, He is a lovely human. He's a sweet, sweet person and just such a delight. Um, The British Empire of Magic uh, trilogy set, it is something that, um, you know, 
he's been working on for a while and the pandemic has brought so many beautiful people to this podcast. So without further ado, I want to share Joseph J. Jordan with you. And as always, my friends, if you want to be a guest, please hit me up at pleasedokickmeout.com. Or if you want to purchase my merchandise, please hit me up at pleasedokickmeout.com slash shop. Thank you guys. Rate me a five on Apple Podcasts if you like what you hear. And if you're new here, mahalo for your listening. And I hope you guys subscribe, like, and share. Peace out. Aloha, how's it going? It's going awesome, thank you. (laughs) I am so, so, so grateful to have you on. Welcome to season two of Please Don't Kick Me Out, the only inclusive podcast about imposter syndrome. I am joined today by the lovely Joseph J. Jordan. Joseph, would you like to give your elevator pitch, who you are, what you do, etc.? Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Joseph J. Jordan. I'm the author of the British Empire of Magic, which is the number one uh, hot new release in America and the UK. It's a children's fantasy book, uh, which features a LGBTQ character, a gay man in in a relationship, which is very, very much underrepresented in children's literature. But it's also being enjoyed by children, eight plus young adults and adults. And yes, that's me, Um, basically. I am the author. (laughs) Love that. Okay, so full disclosure, have not clicked the link to your book. I like to I like to take the error of mystery out of this. I do not delve too hard because I've been moving for the last eight weeks, as my listeners know. Um, And at the time of recording this, it is September. How the fuck is it September, my friend? Um, So, but I saw the word LGBTQIA plus, and I responded to you, and I said, okay, let's do this. Yeah. And so, so right before we hit record, which, oh my goodness, you are such a delight. You know, I know podcasts oh, are, you. I know podcasts are a medium for your earballs, not your eyeballs, but he <laughs> is quite frankly, just such, such a character. Like, it's just like, you just put something beautiful out in the world, which I cannot oh. wait to read it because I have ADHD. So I don't technically read books, but I just suggested my meds. And um, right before <laughs> recording this, um, I was on a uh, special tribute podcast on Intercontinental Kiki, which is the unofficial slash official sponsor of my podcast, along with ForbiddenBingo.com. ForbiddenBingo.com every Thursday at Hawaii time four. So fucking figure it out. ForbiddenBingo.com, <laughs> win some dildos. Uh, so I, I just had done a memoriam for my friend, Madam Ivy Drip and Trish mm-hmm. B. Um, I, I've been a guest on their podcast multiple times and we, we hopped off and I said, hard stop at eight 45. And then I was like, Oh, hard stop at eight 50. Oh God. I have to, I have to, I have to email him. So um, thank you for dealing with that. And um, to my listeners, yes, I will be going to Canada. Uh, it all depends on my husband's work schedule right now. Full disclosure. I'm currently in Makakilo city, which is very restorative, very regenerative and very special. Um, one of my favorite drag queens is from here, Karina Duwal. She grew up down the street from where I live now. So it is very, very special to be here. So it's very special to have you in season two of Please Don't Kick Me Out. So thank you so much for connecting with me on Matchmaker, which honestly shouldn't be called Matchmaker. Um, right, what is with that? <laughs> honestly, so when my friend told me that you need to get on Matchmaker, he said, I was like, I'm on Tinder, I'm on Bumble. I was like, I don't need to get on Matchmaker. Oh, you need it's a podcast thing. Okay, yes, yeah. they need to change their branding. <laughs> Are you a single person? Like, what? what's your deal? I I am single. Yeah, I am mm-hmm. single. Uh, and all of a sudden, I've found out that I have no time now because I'm oh. writing so much. But uh, also, I, 
but no but at the same time oh. i <laughs> yes at the same time i'm still trying to meet people so it's uh, it's hard it's, in it's a pandemic nice, it's a life balance it's hard in a pandemic and especially right okay so like i'm from the united states for your audience hi welcome i'm from america i'm a military <laughs> spouse um i'm a navy spouse <laughs> Uh, not a panda. Thank you so much. That's derogatory. Don't ever fucking say that to me. And um, <laughs> I was a marketing director pre-pandemic, and now I'm a right. podcaster, and I just speak into a microphone about things. But creativity. So I got diagnosed mm. with ADHD in the pandemic. It made my life make okay. so much sense. I was unmedicated yeah. in the wrong. Well, I was unmedicated way before that. Then I got on the yeah. right medication. And sometimes when you're on as my listeners might know, if they will listen to ADHD coach Ron's episode the previous week, sometimes you need an SSRI on top of it. So I needed an SSRI on top of it. I mentioned to you that I'm training my dog Bourdain, a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, tricolor one year old for medical alert because I have activated PTSD, which is a thing. I have anxiety. So my doctor put me on Zoloft last week, um, the week after Eve passed away. Um, I met Trish and Matt through virtual stuff. I play every type of, of, of virtual bingo there is under the sun. I don't care. I love it. It's what got me through a pandemic. And my listeners know this. Like I love forbidden bingo. I'm very much a gay man and woman's body. To my listeners, if you didn't listen to the previous episode, if you don't know what that means, I am proudly non-binary. So out of respect, I will ask your pronouns. Oh, him him. And for me, I am she, her, they, them. And what that means mm -hmm. is I just sometimes feel like I'm Guy Fieri meets, mm -hmm. meets Rick Steves. I dress like I'm a dad at an amusement park in the nineties. <laughs> like imagine if Lisa Frank and Miss Frizzle had a surrogate baby, but like they use <laughs> Guy Fieri's sperm. That's me. My dog's named Anthony Bourdain. I love food. That's just so, so your cool. audience will understand that this is a very safe space of podcast. So and we are here it. to talk about <laughs> imposter syndrome. We are here yeah. to talk about imposter syndrome, which is the feeling of not fitting in, the feeling of feeling other than, the feeling of walking into a room and everyone fucking hates you. Now, when you have ADHD, that is referred to as rejection sensitivity. And I mm -hmm. feel that to my core, but it's a very human emotion. And when I first started this podcast, I thought maybe it was just women who felt this way. Maybe it was just women and then queer people. Maybe it was just women, queer people, and minorities. Now I realize everyone yeah. fucking feels Everybody. this way. Everybody. Guess yeah. what? Everyone does. Because even when I was in marketing, British people yes, as well. All British yes, people. Yes. I mean, I'm <laughs> we American. Are like that. I'm American. We are the socks and sandals of the world. I will be the first to tell you it. Yeah. I'm so sorry. We suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I don't, I mean British people are so um we're very quiet and we don't like to boast about things yep. and it's it's like it's like it's almost innate right yeah. so yeah oh yeah and so I, I think that's a, I say a lot of British people certainly everybody that I kind of know certainly <laughs> I grew up in I grew up in the show business family right so my yeah. mum is probably uh, well she is one of the most successful singers in British pop history oh really and so wow. yeah didn't even do my research so, on you I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> and so I think anybody with certainly certainly within a creative world I think are so their confidence is so fragile when you're mm -hmm. creating so but which I always find incredible out there the most successful people in in the entertainment industry are all their confidence is so fragile yes. and it's it's something that happens and 
I don't think lots of people understand that. You no. know, you see people on the screen, like my mother on stage. Uh, it's easier for me. I'm writing books and I can hide behind the pages and mm -hmm. just, and then no one really knows what I look like. That's fantastic. That's great. But people see people on the stage and go crack of their confidence. I'd love to have their confidence if they only knew. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Apologies. It is, um, you, you are in the evening. I am in the morning. I'm eating a yeah. sausage patty. So I'm, <laughs> I have the, we're, yet, a low but we're a low budget podcast because I forget to eat because I'm on synthesized speed. My bad. <laughs> so anyway, um, I grew up actually going. To, so I love those points that you made because I feel the same way about like I've met so many celebrities. I've met Demi Lovato. I mean, I don't need to name drop. I've met Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I met Ross Matthews. Like a lot, right? <laughs> you just meet, and they're just fucking people, right? And I have learned through podcasting that everyone has a story. It's just a matter of how you spin it. Because I have a journalism background, so yeah. um, I have a I have a blanket statement. When I say something stupid, I say I went to Sylvan, which is my parents paid for me to do remedial math at Sylvan. Well, they should have just medicated me for ADHD. I also um, say as well, if you didn't go into this pandemic coming out better, you were in the wrong Zoom and mm -hmm. I am going to kick you out. Bye. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, but I love what you said, because people are, if you only knew the fragility the fragility yeah. of being yourself authentically and performing and putting yeah. on that mask to be someone to everyone. We are seeing so much more of a need for authenticity, so much more of a need for authenticity as it refers to social media, as it refers to the world being divided right now over COVID yeah. And yeah. as it refers to being a better person. So if you didn't take this pandemic to do something creative, put something out in the world, mm -hmm. do something beautiful, like maybe podcast, talking to a microphone, I don't know. And what are you doing? And then also on the same vein, words hurt. Words yeah. hurt. So when I got a one-star review on my podcast, I never, I don't read the comments. That's my blanket statement. I never read the comments. It was on a viral yeah. video with Demi Lovato. They were lovely. That was in 2016. Never read the comments. I got a one-star yeah. review and I'll tell you, I was a blanket burrito for a whole day. Yeah. 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 So yeah, the I, fragility I, I, yeah. of being yourself, yeah. that's the hard part. Yeah. It's just very difficult. And it's like you're saying about, you know, coming through the pandemic, I, I hadn't started writing. I hadn't written anything really uh, substantial. And it was only at the start of the pandemic. I thought this is my opportunity to pursue a dream that I've been wanting for forever. And I had all this time on my hands. I was like, go for it. You know, Joseph, go for it. Um, and I just started writing. And next thing I know, the book, it took me a month and a half to finish the book. And I just, I think I wrote every single day. I was doing about three or 4,000 words a day. Um, it, and it was the best, most therapeutic thing I think I've yeah. ever done in my life. And yeah. now I find myself having a, this career. And that's amazing. I, I can't imagine myself doing anything else. Um, honestly, that's so amazing. And I feel the same way about podcasting. So I thought when I would get to Hawaii, I would want to like, my dream has always been to work for Disney or any inclusive company because I'm all about diversity mm. and inclusion um, now. And this podcast has been when Black Lives Matter with, with all of that mm -hmm. happened. I mean, it's always mm -hmm. been the hard hitting conversations, the tough conversations and something my favorite, well, I, I need a new therapist on the island because unfortunately Hawaii is considered not, I mean, we are a state, but like, um, not really, like we couldn't make, Justina couldn't take care of me. Okay. Listeners, Justina could not take care of me anymore. Justina with a Y, don't forget it. Healthy Minds California, shout out. 
Um, so unfortunately, Justina couldn't care for me anymore. And so um, as much as I love Christine or Justina with a Y, mm. <laughs> so as I love Justina yeah. in San Diego, um, yeah. I am having a hard time finding a therapist out here. And so mm. when I tell people, if, if you didn't take this time to just fucking be better or do something beautiful with your time, what were you doing? Like I have, if you had told me a year ago, I would be traveling to Canada to help set up a drag room as Eve's dying wish for <laughs> Madame Ivy Drip, who I would have never known. I would have told you you're fucking crazy. Cause at this time last year, my husband was getting ready to deploy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I, I mean, a memory popped up in my Facebook today of me dancing with a croissant DiGiorno pizza, his favorite video of me ever. <laughs> and and, and I'm dancing with it to um, the song is like, you're my inspiration. And I mean, I'll have to send it to you after this. Just remind me. And, and so that popped up. And, and, and so these memories flood us, right? Of like, and, but it's like, mm-hmm. what did we do to be better? And around that time, I found Charlie Hyde's um, bingo. Right. My friend Casey had a private birthday party with Charlie Hyde's. And she said, I, she, she is a uh, senior nurse practitioner and she is incredible. Right. She's a mother. She's someone I ride Peloton with. I've known her for a very long time. I've had the bike for three years. I've known her for two years. I want to say I've traveled okay. to the mothership quote unquote to, um, and there's one, a London studio as well to the mothership to, uh, to, uh, New York city to, to meet my favorite instructors. Like I was never a person that liked working out. I always mm-hmm. have a saying that, it, you know, if you can't, if you can't make serotonin store bots fine. So Peloton <laughs> was my thing. I just actually celebrated yeah. 2,100 rides yesterday. I love cycling. I mean, I love running, swimming and cycling. I, I, I do triathlon. So I absolutely, I love it. It's, it's the oh, major, major part of my life. Yeah. Sport is a huge, huge part of my life. Yeah. That's incredible. No, that's incredible. I actually never enjoyed working out because when I was a kid, they told me I had, um, asthma because I was born in Minnesota and then I moved to Colorado when I was 10 so I moved from yeah, humidity. Same. I, I, I had asthma yeah. yeah they're like you have exercise induced asthma I was like no it's called panic because gym sucks <laughs> so Absolutely. so um so anyway so I found Charlie Hyde's bingo um around this time last year yeah. and then I just kept playing every Sunday and Charlie okay. Hydes, for your listeners, if they don't know who Charlie Hydes is, Charlie Hydes was on season nine of RuPaul's Drag Race. I love drag. Yeah. I identify <laughs> very much with drag queens because they never fit in and neither did I. And I was always the weird kid. And so yeah. I love drag, drag, everything. And I just moved away from a very huge drag scene. Of course, it's a pandemic, the Hillcrest in San Diego. Of course, it's a pandemic. Um, so, you know, and now we're forcing people to show their vaccine cards and stuff. And out people are like, my freedoms. Um, even in Hawaii, yeah. but whatever. So I, and I'm fully vaccinated. FYI. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, put it in me. Don't care what it is. I've got the Moderna, the yeah, Dolly Parton exactly. shot, like fuck it, put it in me. I don't care. So but we had the conversation here is how privileged are we in the, in the UK that they're giving us something to save our lives for free. It's just, I, I, I mean, it's incredible. free here too, but like, and then they yeah. just mandated it with the military. Great and you don't need to get into politics, obviously, because you know what? Like your listeners don't need to hear it. They want to hear about you. And, but, <laughs> uh, but, but, but virtual stuff is really what got me through. And yeah. this podcast is really what got me through. And it's like, I've never shared this with my listeners. Um, and so I'm just going to share this story with you. So welcome. Um, I got laid off by the company I was working for. And mm-hmm. on my flight back from Newport, Rhode Island, where I was with my husband, 
after we um, he had to go there for school, they the military said, nope, you have to fucking fly out of San Diego. We will not let you fly from oh, wow. Newport. And so they sent me on back. I was paid for all the flights, and I was on Southwest. And Southwest is shitty, and I hate Southwest now. <laughs> and um, on my flight from Nashville, shout out to Dolly Parton, Nashville <laughs> connecting flight. So I, my my connecting flights were Providence to Orlando, where I watched everyone go to Walt Disney World. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> then Orlando to Nashville. And then I had to, so then Nashville to San Diego, I had to stay, stay a night in a hotel in San Diego, um, which is fine. I did it, didn't matter. Party and I almost killed, died because PTSD. And my dog was at the time prescribed to me as an ESA, which ESAs have never earned their right. And then right. he was immediately then re-diagnosed to me or re-prescribed to me as a medical alert dog. And I've been working with my trainer, Emily Garnica, to get him there. Um, I, I have no issues putting him in a psychiatric vest. It is 100% what is right for me. He alerts me of any anxiety and stuff. And so I flew with him yeah. without him being able to be on his carrier because he was an ESA and Southwest told me that they would kick me off the flight if I opened the carrier. So anyway, fuck you, Southwest. So anyway, <laughs> on my flight, my connecting flight to San Diego, my boss that laid me off was, and I shit you not, Joey, yeah. in the seat behind me with his son. No way. Yes. How did, that's impossible. That's amazing. And he watched me go through just shy of 4,500 panic attacks. Oh my God. Where I couldn't have my dog. And the last thing I said to this man was, he looked at me like, holy shit, I'm so sorry. Because when he laid me off, he said, well, you're not permanent anyway, and blah, blah, blah. And then he rehired my old counterpart and whatever. I don't care. Fuck them. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's just business to him as a transaction. But he had the saddest eyes when he looked me in the face oh, as if he was bless. so sorry. And I <laughs> gave him a shaka, which is where you um, throw up. And I said, yeah. I said, I said, mahalo, bitch. And I got off the plane. <laughs> mahalo means thank you to your listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ashaka yeah. is oh, when you put down your three fingers. <sighs> and then the next day I flew to Hawaii and everything in my life went changed for the better. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, I think that's, that's sometimes yeah. the pandemic has done that to people. It has really changed people for the better. And, and that is a massively positive thing to come out of something oh, so yeah. horrendous I'm, oh my goodness yeah like you know so it's for it's like I mean I probably could talk to you for hours now we're best friends because that's what <laughs> having a neuro, neurodivergent brain when you're not neurotypical that's what that's like but I mean <laughs> it's truly restorative um it's amazing what a meds adjustment has done for me I had a creative block so what happens when you are uh, neuro not neurotypical sounds can be very hard anxiety can be very hard all of these things and so not having a therapist has been difficult however all of the work I did with Justina up until the point was setting me up for success and so mm -hmm. for me right now you know I am I am good I'm in a good mental mm -hmm. state did my husband and I have a very large fight last night over a friend that I deleted out of my life yes however oh. No, however, because I mean, there's, I don't talk much about my family, but I can develop mm. offline, offline with you. However, there's so many positives. One, I used to feel like I had no right to the, to the pride flag, that mm -hmm. I was always the performative straight ally. Right. Yeah. But I always knew I was different. And I always felt like I had an air penis, as I called it. 
not, this does not mean I'm trans or anything like that. Just I am fully Mm -hmm. non-binary. I thrive in queer culture because I've never had to be shying away from that. Yeah. So for me, I might, I want to ask you, um, what was your inspiration to start this book? Uh, my inspiration originally was because I had this idea to, to, to write something uh, that was in my head for a very long time, but I never had the courage to write it because I didn't go to school. I went because I was brought up in the music industry. Mm-hmm. And so I did. I don't have any qualifications. I don't have anything. I didn't go to university. I didn't do any of that. So I literally I lived at our lovely house and then we went touring around the world with my mum's singing career. So when it came to the fact that I wanted to write a book, I wanted, but I had no formal education. And in my mind, you needed to have a formal education degree in English or something to write a book, which is, no, you don't. But mm-hmm. yep. I, I, and then COVID came along and I thought to hell with it, I am going to write this book. So I started writing the book because I wanted to write something that was in my head already. When I was a, when I was a kid, I was always different. And I used to create worlds uh real fantasy worlds in my head and I used to act all these parts out I used to act out the parts of the protagonist everything and I was always a very strange child but um and while I don't act these things out anymore because I have grown up a little bit and I think people would look at me a little bit strange on the beach where I live if I was starting to pretend I was in a castle or something um but I wanted to put, create this world for real in a book. And then, so I started writing this book and the inspiration is mainly that, but then all of a sudden the character of Jacob appeared, who is the protagonist mm-hmm. of the book. And like in Harry Potter, uh, you know, Harry Potter had Hermione and Ron and they were to help the readers experience. So someone to explain mm-hmm. what was going on. Yeah. To, and I realized that Jacob, who is the protagonist, he was about 30 odd years old, he needed to have someone so originally I started writing a friend for him then I thought no no do you know what it's gonna be better if I write a, a partner for him because it's a I can play with that more and before I even knew it I wrote Jacob as having a man as his partner so Jacob was yeah. now gay and then and then I just moved on very quickly because it wasn't a big thing for me it wasn't controversial yeah, it yeah was you're just like whatever that's the, you like spend, but yeah like, <laughs> so yeah so I and I wrote the book in secret I didn't tell anyone about this book I was doing it my mother knew two-thirds towards the end of of writing the book so anyway so I I wrote the book mum read it she loved it so I said right let's publish let's get a publisher and let's let's go with this and it I published and I was absolutely so fearful of what people were going to think and I sort of hid away for a few days but what was incredible, all my friends were lovely. They loved the book and it, it was starting to sell well, which I never thought was going to happen. I just, this was a hobby. But yeah. what was utterly incredible was within about a week, two weeks, I was getting DMs, I was getting emails from people just thanking me from the LGBT community for yes. including a gay character in the book. And I was like, oh, 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 right, okay, that's not what the book's about. It's not about Jacob being gay. It's just, it's, it's just what it is. And I thought, geez, okay, crikey. So I started doing a bit of research because the problem when you start writing, you stop reading, you stop reading other books, you stop watching TV, you just stop. And I haven't watched a TV series or anything in such a long time because I've literally, for probably all year, I've just dialed down into books. 
and I started researching and I realized in the fantasy genre for children's books, specifically children's books, there's almost zero representation of gay men and even less representation of gay men in a relationship. So I thought, this is nuts. This is incredible. Um, and all of a sudden I became very, very protective over the relationship between Jacob and Elliot, and although Elliot's his partner in the book. And although it hasn't changed the outcome of how I'm writing books three at the moment, it's not changed the outcome of what's going to happen. It's always going to end the way it's going to end. But the responsibility, these, this relationship is real for me. Maybe it's because I'm single and I so desperately want a relationship. I'm like, I'm like creating my oh ideal my goodness. relationship in a Wait, book. Well, well may, I, may I ask you, okay, so if, if you're writing a book about queer themes, then you yourself like men, yes? Mm. Yes, yes, correct. Okay, yes, just yes. making sure. I, I didn't yes. want to assume you can make, assuming makes an ass out of you and me. So if you're writing this yes. book, it's from the heart. It's, it's similar. Yes. It's so, it's something, I mean, I can't wait to fucking read it, to be honest with you. And I haven't oh, read a goddamn you. book in so Well, long. the good thing about it is, well, I mean, again, if I buy it, can you it. sign it? Of course I can. Oh my God, I would love that. Okay, um, I just, I just what, see you What's also really good too. about it is the fact that you know, okay, yes, Jacob is the protagonist in it, but his mother, who is equally a protagonist, she's the queen of this magical empire. And so it's, and there's lots of really strong female-led characters. And again, I did not do that deliberately. There's a lot of male strong uh, characters in it that, you know, that are really important. But again, it was very, it's very female-led. And again, that is probably more represented than obviously uh, a gay man in a book. But again, it was not something I set out to do, but it was lovely yeah. to hear the positive so, support. Yeah, I don't want to make this about Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> but I, as a kid, could not read the words McGonagall and Azkaban and whatever the fuck else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I never got really into Harry Potter. I mean, people made Harry Potter their entire personality, and I'm so sorry to my listeners. I'm just not a Potter nerd. I don't get it. It took me yeah. forever to finally watch the final movie. Do I think that that's, I mean, honestly, like, I, I, I mean, I, I say this is someone who's met Ed Sheeran, and he was weird, um, uh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, I just, I never could get into it. I tried, I tried so hard. I tried so hard. So when JK made some of these really unfavorable things about trans people and whatever, mm. that was when I was like, and eh, fuck you. Anywho, um, yeah. I know how much people love the book series. So I won't touch on that too much, but I want to kind mm. of bring it back because actually I have spent an extensive amount of time in the UK. Okay. Expensive. Um, uh, ever since I was four years old, I have traveled to the UK when I was four, when I was six, 17, when mm -hmm. um, I, I've studied abroad twice, once in Germany in 2006 and once in um, Greece in 2010, um, both times World Cup, but not Greece. Yep. Um, I'm obsessed with Eurovision. You're, oh, what, sorry. Mar I, I'm obsessed with Eurovision. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we always, we always lose that. We always lose that here. I mean, and my mom, when Princess Diana passed away, unfortunately, mm. could not get out of bed for a whole month. Yeah, it was tragic. I remember that. My mom is very, very into English culture. My husband and I are trying to get a billet in England or back in Italy or whatever, a privileged life. My husband's about to retire yeah. out of the military. So um, yeah. we just got to Hawaii. So I was like, can we stay here for a bit? But also if we yeah. get Italy, 
Sweet. Um, I am very much an expat in my brain. I dated a Jordy for a whole year, but he wasn't a fun Jordy. He was <laughs> a live with his mom and dad, don't drive a car and don't do the dishes, Jordy. So I didn't stay with him for very long. Um, <laughs> you know, so I have extensively traveled to UK. Um, I have not been to Scotland. Well, I say, I say this, I say this lightly. I have not been to Scotland. I have family friends from Scotland. I still have family friends in the UK. Mm. I have a dear friend, Charlie Hydes in the UK. I've met a few drag queens from the UK who I've gotten the chance to interview. So I love England. I love that you sad sap yourselves. I love that you diminish your accomplishments. I love yeah. that we got the fuck out on a Mayflower and we're like, bye, see ya, and then ruined our own country. I love all of it yeah. <laughs> because the UK to me has always felt normal. And yeah. I yeah. love it. Because I love yeah, British I, people, I just do. I'm like, you guys are hilarious. I love it. There's a lot of things I'm very proud of. I'm, I'm very patriotic. I absolutely adore my country. Um, and there's a lot of things I'm very proud of um, that we've done and are doing in this country. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I and one thing again with COVID hitting um, is stopped international travel um i've i'm fairly well traveled myself mm -hmm. and i've spent time in i've lived i've done ski seasons in canada and i've paraglided instructed instructed in switzerland for a few years but what i love about what's happened to covid but certainly now because we're allowed freedom of travel around the country now okay. uh, is everybody is exploring bits of the country that they yes, haven't been that. to before and, you know, I mean, I live in a coastal village that's a tourist village. We are massive. We've we got a three mile golden beach. One of the best places. I think it's voted the best beach in the country. And it's stunning. And thousands, tens of thousands of people every day come down to enjoy it. So it's been lovely to see people, British people, enjoy Britain. It's been really yeah. lovely. No, I've been seeing that because my friend Migs, um, uh, my listeners will remember him. Uh, Migs is a, a very creative person. He's from Portugal. He um, He's um, his partner and him live uh, just outside of, I want to say London. Uh, lovely, lovely, lovely human. Um, you know, small time producer, hitting the big time with Spotify music. Really proud of him. I actually just sent you an interview connection so that you guys could collaborate or something. Um, oh. He's queer, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. And he has been posting the most beautiful photos of Wales and, you know, mm. Scotland and shit. And I'm like, what? That's so cool. And mm. I absolutely adore that man. He's a good, good person. And I wouldn't have met, like, I, I'm... I'm an empath and I'm very open and I'm always the loudest person in the room and I'm working on trying to close myself off and not always see the best in people. And to my listeners, they would know that this is really hard for me because I will see the best in people until you fucking destroy me. And then uh, yeah. you're dead to me. So that's, uh, unfortunately, I say yeah. I'm an inclusive podcast, but if you hurt my friends, you hurt my Ohana, which is my family, immediate, chosen and otherwise, yeah. I will end you. Yeah. <laughs> I will Noted. Noted. So, so I am very, very protective of the ones I love. And unfortunately, at times, it would put my husband further and further away. So when he got back from deployment, I was in my own zone. I had Matt, I had Trish, I had this, I had that. And suddenly he was back and I was like, well, shit, I can't have my morning, morning smoke and a coffee with Matt. I can't yeah. I can't, I can't, I, I'm not allowed to do these things because we own our home in San Diego. And I was just like, basically, you know, it's, it was a three and a half bedroom. Um, and I had my Peloton bike. I had my, th I had a routine and then he got back yeah. and it was like, Hey, guess what? You got to move, you know? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, bombshell. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. um, when you say you love your country and you're very patriotic, I, I want to say I love my country, but I think what I love more is that I love to hate my country in the sense of, <laughs> in the sense of I can find the humor in things and getting to Hawaii is the best place I can be because you don't want COVID, snakes, rabies, or when we have COVID, whatever, you know, no rabies, no snakes, no invasive spiders. Um, just, uh, let me just say it again. No That's the major we have, That's and we have plus. these African slugs, which you're supposed to kill because they killed all the Oahu slugs. It's a whole thing. I feel like a damn, <laughs> do you ever play the game Animal Crossing? No. Okay. So I got a Nintendo Switch while my husband was gone. He bought me one um, so that we could play Animal Crossing together. And of course, ADHD, I just, I forgot my island. In fact, I haven't probably not checked on my island Oh, good God. In so long. <laughs> I probably should. Um, As the water it's, pro- it's probably full of weeds. But anyway, the other day I was sitting out and just listening to the doves because there's a ton of doves. Um, Hawaii has a ton of native birds and otherwise, um, and as well as invasive ones that just hop airplanes and come in. Um, so we have a lot of magpies and doves and doves my dad calls hooty hoots. So uh, I sit outside and I just listen. I have my AirPods in just for the dexterity of hearing myself type with my iPhone. But normally I'm just sitting out there listening to just like these birds who, who, and it's so peaceful. So the other day I'm sitting in the chair and I am watching the tree because there's an orange tree uh, on the property. There's also a dragon fruit tree or plant. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I went to Sylvan. So, um, <laughs> so I'm sitting in there and I see like four different species of butterfly fly by, but I'm like, wouldn't make sense that there'd be monarchs. Well, and then my brain starts working. Cause I'm like, again, I went to Sylvan, like, uh, you know, I, I don't know. So then I Googled it. And so this is all, this all makes sense. I promise. I Google it because I don't want to kill it. Cause so Hawaiians are huge on do not take from the Island. Do not kill on the Island. Do not don't, you know, don't, don't mess with us. Don't hurt us. Like just don't hurt yeah, the Island. Right. Absolutely. So absolutely. I'm not going to kill something or, or destroy something if it's not supposed to be destroyed. So the amount of times I have called Matt and said, should I kill this thing? And he goes, yeah. I don't know. What does Google say? I said, I don't know. I don't know if that's the thing. It's, it's hilarious. My friend, my, my best friend, Matt, we're like Trish, Matt and I are like triplets. Um, and so <laughs> these butterflies fly by. I see one that's orange. I see one that's yellow. And I see one that's like a different color than that. I don't remember what color it was at this point. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm like, monarchs don't have this flight path. So I Googled it. And to go back to Animal Crossing, on yeah. Animal Crossing, you bring all of these things you find on the island to... <laughs> to this little museum dude I don't remember his name I'm terrible at names and you bring him to the museum dude and then he says cool and he puts it in the museum <laughs> as you find new things so I'm like man I'm like virtual I'm like I'm animal crossing this is cool you're doing it in real life right? I was like this is neat I did it and then my friend said yeah I identify butterflies the same way it's just like animal crossing I was like oh my gosh that's amazing so, long story that's short yes occasionally we have monarchs um and so the idea of exploring your hometown that's something that's beautiful because Hawaiians right now as we are limiting tourism um as we are limiting tourism to help um get people vaccinated so that therefore um we don't have more COVID uh tourism yeah. is less money than the military on the islands uh, however, um, a lot of it is infrastructure of tourism and, and there's a whole, yeah. that's a whole can of worms. However, we have the opportunity to, my husband and I, to explore. And yeah. we 
have been so busy moving and acclimating and oh my god my mental health and like this and his and blah that we finally have just been able to go do things like go to the beach like go to Mm. electric beach or go sit go for a hike we did Waimea Falls a couple of weeks ago by the north shore that was really cool or like go to Kailua try a new restaurant like I mean it's just really really nice and so your your listeners and your audience knows we don't hate you yeah (laughs) we don't hate you absolutely just respect our islands yeah and if you feel the aloha feel free to come we don't care yeah just yeah, don't don't touch a turtle. Don't touch a turtle. Don't litter. Respect. Don't take our rocks Respect. Or our Respect. <laughs> so anyway, um, I think we've touched on imposter syndrome, and the, and I fully I knew this was gonna be a free flowing conversation. So, yeah. um, let's talk about. I love this. Okay, so I always say that opinions, everyone's got them, and for me, my opinions usually go high and right. But um, I, I want to talk about some things that I'm fanatical about. Uh, mm-hmm. I am 1000% fanatical right now about the U S mail service and, yeah. uh, it, it informed delivery mwah, bless up and Makakila right now. But, uh, oh, and, uh, I, I told you that as the day we were recording, I really hope Ginger Minge wins. Please don't spoil if she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love drag. So anyway, what are you fanatical about and why? Um, without a shadow of doubt, the most easiest question to answer it is sport because um, it's the one thing that's got me through tough times. It's got me through great times. Uh, it's it's walked me back from some really really dark times. Uh, so I have loved for, for 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 many many reasons. And when I say sport, I mean the sports that I do. So yeah. you know, I, I my first sport was always paragliding, and I became an instructor and I competed in it as well. well I've never paraglided, and I'm, I'm yeah, terrified it's, it's to do awesome. it. Is, is it scary? My whole family do it. it no, no. It, well, it's it's scary, of course, okay. the first time, and, and but then you know you, you get used to it, and it's it's just an unbelievable free flying sport. Um, and then, of course, running straight away after that is a place that I can go to get my head straight uh-huh, and just uh-huh. really clear my mind. I'm very privileged. I live in, like yourself, I live in a very beautiful area. So it's, it's yeah. just, you know, you just you're, look you're up and you just it. see, yeah, you just see sea, sand and beautiful sky and there's lovely people here. And then, of course, cycling is probably one of the most important sports for me now because now I'm now a writer. Um, yeah. It's it. I spend what four hours uh, doing a ride, and in that four hours, I am literally in my mind writing chapters of my book, and it flows. I don't know what happens. The endorphins fire in me. It makes me happy, but I am completely lost. I am taking care of where I'm cycling. I I'm, I am good at the highway code here, uh, but it's a place where I can go and everything just flows. And I come back after a cycle. I literally have a shower. Yeah. Open the the macbook and i am off i am writing 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 so yeah. it's with that sport for me but it's also about health for me i I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely addicted about making myself healthier for longevity seeing Ooh. what my body can Ooh. do I absolutely, I absolutely yeah. i absolutely love it it's a real huge huge part of it and other than that white wine oh okay what kind <laughs> of white wine though? that's the question uh hands down marlborough hands down. I have no there. idea what that is because I used to work for a so, winery and I just, um, to me, wines are great. Great. Yeah, no, it's New Zealand. It's New Zealand oh, Sauvignon okay. Blanc. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. That's a crisp one. I can tell. And then, then maybe a Chablis or something like that. I, I love, I love wine with my friends. We sit down at my friend's patio, a glass of wine, watch the sun go down and Ooh. just talk, talk, okay, talk. So, so I, 
Okay, so on that note, I am, my parents are from Napa. Mm. My, my, I don't talk to my parents very often, so I won't get into it. Sorry, Sandy and mm-hmm. Bear, they're so fucking private. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know why, I mean, you don't think it affects me. Uh, um, but anyway, my dad and my mom are from Napa, high school sweethearts. Um, they just celebrated 44 yeah. years of marriage. Shout out oh, to Mary and Sandy, who don't listen to this podcast because my mom, quote unquote, called it boring. Uh, anyway, um, my so my parents are from Napa, and so I grew up around the wineries. My my aunt still lives there. Um, my 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 family up north still lives there, and then I just I'm you know moved to call to San Diego, and then there's a different band of wines um, on the other like um, in Southern, which is kind of um, like Temecula area, which is super close to San Diego, and my one of my best friends Ryan and her mom Care Bear Karen. Um, Yes, I know, unfortunate name, but if you really <laughs> want to know about the word Karen, you should listen to the decoder ring episode about Karens. It's just a word okay. used for minorities to feel unsafe. And okay. it has nothing to do with the name Karen. Karen is truly a lovely person. Anywho, okay. so they live near the winery band. They live near the winery band. And, and my listeners know that my friend Ryan, um, at the time of recording this, um, she has cancer. She is in the okay. National Guard. She's a teacher. She has COVID and she keeps getting COVID because of her goddamn kids and school mm-hmm. because we shouldn't be going back to school. And she can't get her chemo port. She needs to have a mastectomy and she needs to get her eggs retrieved. So she can have a family one day. But anyway, yeah. she lives in that band. Uh, her parents live in that band. And the best day I had out of quarantine was going to the wineries with Karen. Mm-hmm. Ordain my dog, because she has Cavaliers too. Ordain my dog <laughs> and Ryan. So um, Ryan has the spirit of a fighter. So I guess I'm going to add a fanatical, to your point, health is so important, but like I'm fanatical about my friends. Like I realized that my heart is an ocean, but Mm. the seating is limited and it's kind of like an airplane, like first class. And then like, (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I mean? So so yeah. for me, something I've been working on, and I'm fanatical about mental health too. So for me, something I've been working on is just really tr- trying to be less open, more intentional, and with the people that I care about. So something I love to do is send snail mail. I love yeah. snail mail. I love if I know your birthday. I love making things. I love creating. I have a cry cut, which is like this machine that cuts things and stuff. I I just love, I love everything about it. And so if I see something, yeah. I instantly buy it and then I send it someone's way and it makes their day because I love that. I love to be thought of in that way. Now I'm not yeah. a gifts person with uh, love languages. I'm not, I'm an acts of service. And so for someone to think of me and then send me something, also words person. So if you, but I'm very bad at taking compliments. I'm working on it. Thank you, Justina. Um, so I, I'm, I'm I, the same with compliments. Oh my God. It's the British thing, right? Cause you're like, oh, completely. Oh, it's completely. Oh, no, 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 it's, no, no, no. it's completely. So you can have a conversation here and say, Hey, you look good. Oh no, but you look better. No, I don't. No, I don't. But you look good. No, 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 no. And you can spend 10 minutes doing that. I feel so bad when I person. accept compliments. Like I'm where I'm like, <laughs> I look good today. And my brain's like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. am. <laughs> I am hot. No, you're not. It's like, it's like freaking <laughs> SpongeBob in my head. Um, so I like to ask this next question because I love unpopular opinions. Now I traditionally have said cantaloupe is trash, but my listeners do know that ever since Eve passed away, I have been eating cantaloupe. Like I grew up <laughs> hating it. 
And now that I'm in Hawaii and I've eaten a ripe cantaloupe because Eve told me to buy it, um, I believe in spirits. Sorry, I'm kooky and I'm weird. I'm a Gemini. I don't know if that means anything to anyone, but I'm a lot. I'm aware of it. I have ADHD. Shout out to my meds. So yep. I love cantaloupe now. So I have to change my popular opinion because I sent this to you on the fly because you are my second yeah, guest yeah, yeah. of season two. Um, yeah. But I guess my unpopular opinion, you know, unpopular opinions I always say, they're like buttholes. Hopefully everyone has one. And it's okay as long as the unpopular opinion doesn't hurt other people. And so my unpopular opinion right now is if you are not vaccinated, <laughs> you are not visiting me, period. Yeah, well, I, I think probably I'd share your uh, your opinion there. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I, I th- um, mine's really quite apparently lighthearted because I looked at the question and I thought, what kind of unpopular opinion do I have? And it was actually quite an interesting, really great question. It's a good question, right? It's a fantastic question. And the only thing I I came up with, it's very lighthearted, but I only found out this is an unpopular opinion. And I hate hate Crocs. Okay, fuck. Oh, we're about to go on a tangent. Okay, tell me why you hate them. Wait for me to give mine too. Okay, go for it. Well, they're just they're just horrible in every <laughs> way. They they have no style. They're, they're, it's just where hope goes to die, where your feet go to die. You're you about to lose your them. mind. I, I mean, literally. And then I thought everybody hated them. So I thought, and then all of a sudden, I some friends of mine um, I saw that had some like really cool kids, really cool kids wearing Crocs. They're about 16. Um, uh, I, I'm like, yeah, 16, 17, 18, 19 years old. Oh, and Shinzi. I found out. And they had Crocs on. And I was like, what's going on? And then I find out that Justin Bieber has done a collaboration with Crocs. So they're all of a sudden, they're filling up my news feeds. They're, they're everywhere. And I, I'm just going, and I walked down the street to go and get some bread the other day. And 20, at least 20 <laughs> kids that walked past me had Crocs on. And I was going, no, 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 don't do this to yourselves. Because you can't get rid of this when you are literally, I, I mean, oh my God, it's in ter- it's terrible. I, I mean, I, I apologize <laughs> to anyone that loves their Crocs. I mean, um, you go you, you okay, go you. Okay, so this is hilarious. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no, so I'm actually from the town. Like, I went to high school in the town where Crocs were invented. Can you admit that? I went to high school. <laughs> I went to high school with this kid. I'm not going to say boy or girl who was went to Niwa High School for a solid week and got kicked out for doing cocaine in the bathrooms. And yes, he was. Um, you know what? I'm probably going to embrace that. Sorry. No, it was not true. I don't know. He got kicked out. Who knows why? Uh, oh, I said he. Yeah. Nope. They got kicked out. Oops. Anywho. Um, Crocs is from Niwa, Colorado. Um, the board of directors at one point uh, got really drunk and then crashed his car and blamed it on Taylor Swift. Uh, then also, okay. he was, the, I went to school, high school for in my junior year for one week with this kid. And uh, then he never showed up again. And he was always wearing Crocs and like pop collars. Because I went to, I graduated high school in 2007. Right. So I am old. I am 32. Yeah. Um, I'm older than you. Oh, okay. When were you born? Uh, 1986. Oh, okay. uh, no, I was born. I, my husband's 1986. I was born. 
December 31st, 1986. No, no, you're not. Okay, so one, I have to connect you to Ryan because she was born on the 23rd and Care Bear and Russ, her family, they were born on the 20th. Ah, that's so much. Okay, ah, ooh, block, ooh, crocs. Okay, I know your listeners are probably, your listeners are probably like, ew, who is this person? So I vehemently hated crocs, right? Hated, hated, hated them. And then I met this friend named Kim. Kimberly, I love her to death. She lives in Maryland. I met Kim through Shelby, who at the time of recording is probably in labor. Good luck, Shelby. Okay, uh, and, as, and I know for a fact the baby will be born by the time this releases, so go Shelby. Um, <laughs> she's all about Crocs and the sport mode and the leisure mode and everything. So uh, Scott got back from deployment and I said, hey, I've got something I gotta <laughs> share with you. And he's like, I'm leaving him. And I said, so I own two pairs of Crocs. They are in the pastel rainbow. I know that they're hideous, but holy shit, are they functional? I have flown across the country with them. I will eat my words. I don't hate Crocs anymore because honestly, orthopedic shoe feels real great on my feet. But I will tell you, I don't understand why Gen Z is bringing them back so hard. I have the matching sandals to the croc. I draw the line with the step up croc. I draw the line with the doodads you put on them. I draw the line with Justin Bieber collaborating and I draw the line with a stiletto croc. So yeah. why? And then why is, okay, and I'm not trying to, because we have a younger audience, I'm not trying to say, you know, that Gen Z is terrible, but why? Are you bringing back the things that cause us so much pain? Low-rise jeans, velour track suits, <laughs> bucket hats. You know what? Everybody can do what they, I love, I love it. I love, fashion is an incredible thing. I, I, I love fashion own, too. I, I started a sports clothing brand and I just sold it now. It's gone. But it was oh, what so my cool. first you're, like a, you're so multifaceted. Oh my God. I love you. <laughs> And it was something I always want to do. So, you know, for about five years, I was in fashion and I loved it. And people, you know, it's, it's such a diverse culture, right? So, yeah, I hate Crocs, but it doesn't mean, I mean, crikey, I, I, someone out there can wear them brilliantly, no doubt. Well, if someone was going to date you, I haven't the ideal met them yet. man, I haven't the, met them well, yet. You, you have met me and I'm a gay man in a woman's body and proudly croc on all day. <laughs> And you know, Hawaiians love Crocs. They love a comfy shoe. They love a slide on and a comfy shoe. So Crocs is their target demographic. Yeah. I mean, I just killed the entire Hawaiian. Get the fuck out. No, I'm just kidding. Now. They, <laughs> no, you're fine. They'll hate me. No, so, no, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. Just Hawaiians <laughs> love a comfort shoe. They love a comfort fit. Yeah. So Crocs yeah. speaks to them. And I don't think that's an unpopular opinion because on some veins, I agree with you. And on other veins, I don't. And that is why it's an unpopular opinion. So kaboom, tis. Now, what Muppet are you? Oh, Oh, crikey, that's a really hard question. The only way I can answer it is I think I'm a cross between. I'm a hybrid. I'm a child that doesn't exist yet. I am some, somewhere between Kermit and Miss Piggy, for sure. <gasps> oh, well, well, okay. And I, so, don't, I, don't know, I don't know which way. The, yeah. It depends on how I wake up that day. It, I could um, be more Piggy. I could be more Kermit. Oh, my goodness. So, Kermit... Okay, so my husband actually, this this question came about as my listeners, if you, if, if your listeners don't know this, but as my listeners know, season two, I've literally done so many episodes that I finally said, probably should do a season two. Uh, yeah. I am just a one man band. I do all of my own marketing because I am a brand. I do all, and, and shout out to my friend, Lara, who does um, 
my merch and my website. She's a godsend. I love her. She's my previous freelancer, my, my second guest ever. So I, I'm a one man band. I do my whole thing, right? I am yeah, one yeah. person. That's why I take forever to respond to emails. That is why I take forever to do anything for myself because I put myself last. Welcome to podcasting. So I was sitting on the couch with my husband. We were watching The Great Muppet Caper. He'd never seen it. I remembered seeing it as a kid. And I said, what Muppet are you? Because I'd asked this question in Newport, Rhode Island, and it blew up on Facebook. It is the best question to ask, the best, best icebreaker. Yeah. What Muppet are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. What Muppet are you? And I had people who had definitive, just one answers, but my creative friends didn't know. My my creative friends would say, well, I'm this one, waxing moon, this one, waxing, blah, blah, blah. So on any given day, I am Beaker, Statler and Waldorf, Miss Piggy for sure. And then my husband's just straight Kermit. (laughs) Because Kermie stands in the way. Kermie stands in the way of Piggy, Miss Piggy, but he loves Miss Piggy. Yeah. So it makes sense that you would want that because it's like you are realistic. Yeah. You are also dreaming of bigger yeah, things, maybe. bigger I'm, than yourself. I'm always dreaming. And Kermie keeps you in check. So I love that answer. Mwah, chef's kiss, sweetest chef. That was great. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. That was lovely. Most, yeah, it was pretty honest. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's such a, no. And that's the thing. That's the thing is I, I I launched it on my friend Ron out of nowhere. And he was like, ah, (laughs) and I was like, I'm sorry. I just added a new question because we both have ADHD. He's a coach for ADHD. And I was like, we put, ah, I'm so sorry. So I I love that. So we are, we are unfortunately wrapping down on this beautiful conversation. And I, yeah, I always love to leave my listeners, um, (laughs) with, um, you know, some words of wisdom. So for anyone listening, what is some parting words of wisdom before I give you the floor to promote whatever you'd like to promote? Uh, I want some parting. Never be afraid of trying to do something that you think you shouldn't. And, uh, and I have one of my favorite sayings of all time without a shadow of a doubt is you can't have uh, champagne wishes without caviar dreams. Ooh. And um, that's pretty much my, my life mantra there I think it's uh, how I live my life I dream loads but uh, try and create even more so and yeah and it's so far it's it's going pretty well it's going better than it was 10 years ago and hopefully in 10 years time it'll be even better than that <laughs> I I love those parting words of wisdom and so now I'm going to give you the floor to promote whatever you would like so Joseph J Jordan do you have some things you would like to promote I would indeed, thank you. Yeah, uh, so the British Empire of Magic, books one and two are out. And I'm currently working on uh, book three, which is going to be out on the 1st of December. And the audio books are going to be out, uh, the first one's out uh, next month. And you can find them all on Amazon.com, just the British Empire of Magic. I love that. Ooh, I just saw my sister got the job she interviewed for. Oh my God, yay! Okay, sorry. Yay! <laughs> I just looked, though, I have, oh, wow, sorry. My sister was like, hello, Bueller, 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 Bueller. Congratulations to my sister. I love you. Congratulations. Um, and no, I love this so much. I'm excited. I can already see where I could get your book into some schools in the, in the United States. My friend Ryan is probably oh, one that would love you. to read it. If I can help you in any way, shape, or form, of course, always reach out. You know that you can now add me. I'm on Facebook. I just followed your page. Um, to my listeners, Thank this you. is Joseph J. Jordan. This is Please Don't Kick Me Out, the I'm So Sorry 
very weird blah, beaker ass energy podcast about imposter syndrome. The only podcast, the only inclusive podcast about imposter syndrome. If you liked this, please like, subscribe, rate, buy my merch. Go to please don't kick me shop. Live your 90s fantasy. Shout out to Lara at Gay Graphic Design for all of those beautiful things. Buy a mug, buy a fanny pack, buy a fleece blanket. I don't know. Buy something. I'm working on more merch, uh, just so my listeners know. I'm thinking scrunchies, enamel pens, uh, so many other things. I've been pulling them. So if you want something, let me know. Please uh, email pdkmopodcast at gmail.com or go to please don't kick me out.com. Listen wherever you get your ear, your uh, AirPods. Uh, Listen wherever you get your podcast. Wow, I'm so rusty. You know, you take eight weeks off. Um, listen wherever you get your podcast. This is of course season two, Joseph J. Jordan. I'm going to put all of the description or all of the, all of the contact details. Words are hard into the description. Mahalo for your time. Enjoy your beautiful weekend. And I love you. And I think you're wonderful. I love you too. Thank you. Hey weirdos, I want to share something with you I've been doing for a couple of months now. It is called Forbidden Bingo with my friend DJ Rockstar Aaron. We are both from Denver. Uh, Great human. Something that they put on virtually out of the kindness of their heart every week. And I'm just going to start by saying it's 18 plus, just so you know. Um, but it's Forbidden Bingo. Forbidden Bingo is so much fun. You can play it in person if you live in Colorado or if it plays other places, or you can play it virtually online every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Wow, I'm bad at time zones. But you know what? Just go to ForbiddenBingo.com, grab your tickets, and tell DJ Rockstar Aaron and Rich and all the other people that are playing that I sent you. That's ForbiddenBingo.com and unofficially, officially sponsors this podcast. Hey listeners, I wanted to share a special promotion for you from Dash of Pep. Dash of Pep is a clothing boutique that offers non-binary clothing that has fun prints that support mental health and empowering you to be your best self. In this pandemic, it is great to shop small and support small businesses like Dash of Pep. More than 50% of my wardrobe is from her adorable store. Robin at Dash of Pep has graciously given me a promo code for you to use at checkout. Use P-D-K-M-O to receive 15% off your order. Again, that is www.dash of pep.com and you can enter p-d-k-m-o at checkout to receive 15% off your order. This has been Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, like, comment, share, tell a friend. You know, that's how I'm going to keep these stories going. Also, if you want to be a podcast guest, you can reach out to me at pdkmopodcast at gmail.com and we can get it set up. Thanks everyone for your continued support. And I look forward to, you know, connecting with you again next Monday.